Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Spilling the Tea with me, your friend Allison Unplugged. Today, as we are in the month of February, we seem to be in a theme of love for a little bit. Those of you that are new here, you can definitely circle back to a few old episodes and uh, really dive into, I don't know, a lot of self-love rituals that I really enjoy and like I talk a lot about in the past regarding the long journey (laughs) it's been to get here and to be comfortable with myself and not just be comfortable with myself these days, but quite frankly, I really like who the fuck I am. So um, here are, I'm not going to bore you with the whole journey of all that. If you're new here is the point. Because many of you aren't. Many of you are my OGs and have been around for a while. So I'm going to just jump straight into it and I'm going to give you guys my personal five favorite self-love rituals that probably were like so, I can even remember some of them, were so challenging to begin with. And I even like am rolling my eyes thinking, (laughs) thinking about how hard it was for me to do some of these tasks at the beginning um, when I assigned them to myself. And um, at this point, I've been doing most of these for several, several years. And Now they're just part of my day-to-day routine and part of my day-to-day life, which I do also want to say real quick, I think our own little self-love, self-care rituals are very much like our relationships. And sometimes they get a little bit stagnant and a little bit too routine. And we need to do things to like spice it up and switch things up. So I also want you to look at like self-care and self-love rituals as a way to like court yourself and retouch base and reconnect because maybe what self-care rituals, routines were serving you 10 years ago don't serve you now. So again, as these are some of my like top five, I will say I still like switch them up in little ways. If If I find at any time that these little routines are not serving me, then I'm just going to stop doing them and start implementing something else. So I also want you to realize that too. I've known a lot of people, well, not people, women specifically, that, and it's probably also due to how our body, I would guess, the way our body changes and evolves over time too. But there is a lot of women that I've like chatted with recently (laughs) that are like, yeah, I've been running for 25 years. And I'm like, okay, but and do you still get excited about running in the morning? And they're like, no, <laughs> not at all. I actually hate it. I like look at it as the same as grocery shopping. Like it's just something that has to be done and I don't enjoy it all. And I'm like, oh. So, you know, I'm one of those people. I used to run just because I used to say that I ran every day, not because it fired me up, got me excited. I mean, it was good for exercise, but you know, I don't know. It became a chore instead of being fun. And I think all of our rituals and routines of life, we can figure out how to make them fun and awesome instead of it just being a chore. Okay. So I digressed a little, but I just wanted to point that out regarding your day-to-day tools that we all, I think, need, use, switch them up when need be. If if nobody told you that, here's your sign. You can. You, You have the ability to do so. Proceed. (laughs) Okay, so I know that I have, I'm sure I have somewhere on here, I have given you guys my full 
an undivided attention regarding my full tea ritual because it is quite quite an ordeal um, from beginning to end. And it really is one of the first ways that I love to practice my self-love rituals, right, is my tea. So I just want you to know, though, if you don't like tea, here's a trick. Here's a trick. Or you can do this with any beverage. I want you to label your drink of choice of the day. I don't care if it's water, tea, coffee, whatever it is. First and foremost, the vessel that you pick to pour your drink in is important, in my opinion. Pick something that reflects what you need for the day. Do you need something soft and loving and sweet? Pick up the sweet pink cup that your girlfriend gave you, okay? If you need good, clear communication today because you have a big day in the office, pick more of either a blue cup because that represents your throat chakra or, you know, like a cup of authority and powerhouse cup, okay? If you're like having an off sickly day, then let's drink something out of green, very healing, healing color, okay? Like just be mindful and you get to make up your own rules. It doesn't really matter. Make up whatever cup you want, pick it up, okay? If you need a goofy fun day, pick up the silly penguin cup that's in your, in your, cup, in your cabinet, okay? So that's the first thing. Then as you're pouring whatever said beverage it is that you want into this magical cup, Give that beverage a power word. Give it a superpower, if you will. If you need communication for the day, then tell it that. As you're pouring it in the cup, this is going to give me clear communication today. As you sip on that drink all day long, it is going to remind you of those intentions that you set that morning. And guess what? Voila! You're going to have awesome, clear communication. That's how it works. All right, that's the first one. I don't care what you need in your life, put it in the cup, then drink from the cup all day long. It's that simple. This, this second one is truly one of my favorites and I probably get like a lot, the most comp- comments on this and people do it and love it themselves is, of course, this can be way more detailed, but it doesn't have to be. I do also, of course, create my own body oil. You can get some at allisonunplugged.com. And I infuse it with, you know, all sorts of yummy, awesome healing herbs, right? But here's a little trick. You guys don't have to buy Allison Unplugs body oil for it to be magical. Because, once again, it's all about power and intention. So whatever cream, lotion, oil that you use, honestly, it can be just as magical, okay? So again, pray over this little jar, tube, whatever it is. Okay, give it some intention, give it purpose. And then as you slather it on your body, as I do my oil every day, I literally from head to toe, I thank every body part for what it does for me for the day or how it has served me lately. And the body parts that are sore or a little tender are the ones that need a little extra love. And I really spend a little bit more time there. If it's my hips or my low back, then I'm really massaging that oil in there and thanking my low back for the burdens it's been carrying. For all the times it's bent down and picked up someone else, you know, like that's the burden that's back there right now. So you just have to, whatever it is, sit with it for a minute. 
thank that body part, okay? And these little rituals too, they might sound a little bit detailed, but again, as you get into a flow and a routine, it becomes less awkward. It becomes less silly. And now as I'm slathering on my body oil, I am almost like kind of hyping up myself all day. I'm like, all right, calves, we're going to be running today. We got things to do. Moving on up the thighs. Absolutely. We're going to, you know, just work on every body part. I've done a very detailed version of this on my um, previous podcast, so I won't bore you. But the slathering of oil, because that's what it is to me. You can make it your own. I am really like anointing my whole self in preparing for the day. Now, something I would say, too, is you could do this at the end of the day. You know, it doesn't matter when you do these things, you implement them into your life with what makes sense. I do it as soon as I get out of the shower. It's the first thing, you know, after I've done a nice uh, mental visual cleansing in my shower. (laughs) I love that ritual, too, of just washing all, all the yuck that happened. Um, of the day, of the week, whatever is trying to weigh me down, I rinse it all off. It's not for me to carry. It's going to go down the drain. And then I come out of the shower and anoint myself and hype myself up for what, you know, what I am going to create and make my own reality for throughout the day, right? So that's what I'm doing. Those are my, um, those are my top two. Now, the next one is, you guys have heard me talk about this as well. But singing yourself a love song in the mirror. Now, find a good love song. Find one that you mean. Find one that's a nice one. Um, And that maybe even means something to you. And initially, it's going to be hard. Well, it is for most of us. If it's not, kudos to you. Grab the hairbrush. Make it into a microphone. Be silly with it if you need to. And it doesn't have to be like a love ballad. It can be whatever you want. Okay, whatever it is, but a love song to yourself. And I want you to get really comfortable with it. And I want you to sing it to yourself in the mirror and mean it. Okay, and specifically look in your left eye while you do it for the first couple times and see, see how it makes you feel. Um, Once again, you get comfortable with that. It, it flows more easily. You find out there's not just a love song that you want to sing to yourself. But girl, you got a whole album that you deserve to be sung. I know I do. I got like my own damn soundtrack on my Spotify account now. So um, I think that's great. I think the love songs that you want to sing to your significant others and maybe your children are ones that like, you know, the songs that make you teary-eyed and think of your grandparents. You need to be able to sing those to yourself. Because you are worthy of that and you need to have that kind of relationship with yourself. And if you don't, dive in and get to singing. Okay? All right. So there you go. That was three. Number four, investing in yourself. Oh my gosh. I wish someone would have taught me investing in myself so many years ago. Okay? I've also talked about this a lot. Doing things for your future self. This is like the biggest form of self-love that there is. There's nothing greater, I don't think, than just truly investing in yourself. Because it also then therefore means that you believe in yourself. And here's the deal. If you don't truly believe in yourself, if you start investing in yourself, you will. Especially if you just keep practicing these things. Because you're going you're gonna to learn that you're fucking awesome and you're going to learn to hype yourself up and you're going to get out of your own way, right? 
So investing in yourself, whatever that means, if that means in your health. So you start, I don't know, seeing a chiropractor, you start booking regular massages, you are having spa days, you start exercising, whatever it is to you, whatever it is to you to invest in yourself, taking a class, learning a new, I don't know, computer program to help with your, you know, your business, like whatever it is, invest in yourself. Go take the women's conference. Go sign up for the mentorship. Whatever you need, invest in yourself. Because guess what? Once you start investing in yourself, you will start succeeding more. You will therefore be given more opportunities to succeed. Period. That, that's all there is to it. And succeed doesn't mean necessarily a larger bank account. Succeeding means so many, so many, so many things. All right? So invest in yourself. Also, that doesn't have to be monetary. That can be time. That can be energy. Maybe you are a stay-at-home mom who is super wrapped up with the kids right now because that's where they're at in their life. That's okay. But I also want you to know that your children are watching you. And I don't care if it's just to invest in your own mental health that you take 15 minutes to meditate every day, something as small as that. Maybe you go outside and do some yoga, whatever it is. I don't care. But that too is investing in yourself because that's investing in your peace. So investing means a lot of different things. Whatever it means to you, do it. Your children are going to see that mom took 15 minutes out of her day every day to do X, Y, and C. I know my own daughter has witnessed that a lot. I was not like that at the beginning of her childhood. And we've talked about this quite a bit too, which is interesting. I'm a very different parent to her at the age of 16 than I was to her at six months because I am a much different person too right? But one thing she has really seen me do is invest in myself. And I'm happy about that because I want her to know that she always can invest in herself too. No matter how old you are, no matter what phase of your life that you are in, investing in yourself is such a powerful, amazing tool. And, you know, I don't know. I wish, um, and not that people when I was young didn't tell me to, but I guess I just didn't realize it was that simple. Just like, I don't know. I even write things down every month. Like what, how am I going to invest in myself or my future this month? Let's start putting some things in motion. Like I really try to think out of the wheel box these days. So I invite you to do, do that for yourself. Invest in yourself. And now my last one, I don't even know really what to call this, but um, I guess it's really mirror work, probably. Mirror work and visualization. So, um, and this is my favorite one only because this is the one that I started with. It's kind of a two-piece two thing here. But it's what I started with, and it's something that I still implement almost every day. And some days, I'm not going to lie, sometimes it is still just like a little bit challenging, but it's a bit of a reality check and it's a way to check in with myself. So the little two-part thing I would say is like my, um, 
hy- my dental hygiene and skincare, like face, right? Not whole body. But what I do is I brush my teeth. And as I'm brushing my teeth, I look myself in the mirror. I'm very present whenever I do this. And I really acknowledge maybe anything that was nasty that I said of the day. Now, this started initially years ago with just negative self-talk. Like anything negative that I was saying about myself, I would brush it out of my mouth. I, my, I, it has no space here. I am not going to talk like that anymore. So now not only is it just of self-talk, but it's just negativity, period, across the board, which isn't a whole lot. I, I don't think I'm a very negative person, but on occasion, as I'm re- reflecting of the day, I'm like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that. Or that was a, now it's not even like it's negative, but lacking any limited or lacking thoughts or talk. I brush that out of my mouth. So these two things, like these things will evolve, right? Like that's, that's what I said at the beginning. So this is how my little routine has evolved. So, um, I brush any yuck out of my mouth. Just that's it. You know, yeah. Spit it out. You put it in the sink. Again, it's going down the drain, right? Same kind of visualization almost that I do in the shower with my yuck of the day. Wash it off. Well, now I'm getting it out of my mouth. Spit it out. It's going down the drain. Now, with a fresh, clean face, I am now going to apply, typically, my amber pomade to some specific um, places on my face. And why I'm doing that, I'm going to give myself a very lovely, nice face massage. And I am going to tell myself at least three nice things about myself. They don't even have to be, you know, they don't have to be physical. The attributes, they could be if you want to. Um, But it could just be like, you were a great mom today. You know, you were a good coworker today. When Sally called you and was upset about A, B, and C, you were good at holding space for her today. Whatever it was, whatever you're proud of yourself for the day, look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself a couple nice things that you're proud of, that you like, that you're happy with, you're on target, you know, whatever it is. A minimum of three. And... um that's, that's, again, that's kind of how, you know, my little routine started. And uh, now it's like, I'm, you know, looking in the mirror, doing the things. And now I'm like, I am proud of myself because I did A, B, and C six months ago for my future self. And look, it's already fucking, it's here. It did it. And it's amazing. And I have a lot to be proud of myself for. I have a lot to be happy with myself for. I have come a really long way. And I think sometimes in the busy hustle and bustle, we forget about those things. And so it's a good way to like slow down the moment, acknowledge it, appreciate yourself, give yourself a little pat on the back, whatever it is. And I just love the whole visualization too of, you know, getting out whatever isn't serving us, you know, any lacking or limiting thoughts, beliefs, processes, they don't have any purpose here because they don't serve us to become better versions of ourselves. There's just no space for that in my life these days. So 
I just love that. And it was really, it was those, I can't, honestly, I can't remember which one came first. I really think it was the, the brushing of the teeth. And for those of you who don't know or need a recap, <laughs> I implement things like this always. I probably implementing this toothbrush thing probably, good grief, maybe four, maybe five years ago. Five years ago, I started this little. If, uh, yeah, it was. Made, might, actually, it's probably been longer because I think it's been longer than we lived in this house. So um, I started this little routine with a new moon. Okay. By the time the full moon comes a couple weeks later, I always recheck in with the new routine that I'm implementing and wonder, is it working? Is there a way I need to tweak it? Am I avoiding it for some reason? Because with the full moon, we're releasing, right? So let go of whatever is inhibiting you or holding you back from not implementing that routine, new routine, new lifestyle, new thing, whatever it is, new task that you assigned yourself with that new moon. So the full moon is a time to reevaluate, shift, switch things up a bit if you need to, to find a way for it to serve you a little better. And then by the time the next new moon comes, you've now done it for a whole entire month and it should be part of your little routine. If it's not and it's something you really truly want to implement, then just give yourself the same task with the next new moon. And again, maybe tweak it, make it more your own, make it make sense for your own little day-to-day routine and day-to-day life, because that's the deal. We get to choose how we spend our moments, which turn into our days, which turn into our weeks, which turn into our years. So make all the little magical moments that you can, because you have the power to do so. And then it will truly make your life magical. So there you have it. It's really that simple. Those are my top five favorite um, little routines and rituals that I do basically every day. And I would love to hear from you too. So I hope you all have a great week. Thanks for holding space with me. And I look to connect with you all soon.